Welcome back to the Ultimate Pocket Therapist. We are a mother and daughter team of Shannette and Brooke, wanting to educate and enlighten others to mental health issues. Yep. Here we are again. Here we are again. We just keep coming. Yep. Week after week. <laughs> can't get rid of us. No, can't get rid of us. <laughs> you know, they keep listening though. So right. maybe they're okay with it. This is a good thing. Yeah. Yep. Because we think we're fun. We do. Right. Yeah. And pretty much we are. So much fun. Yep. So before we get going, here is our fancy disclaimer. This is in no way, shape, or form a therapy session. And I am not your therapist. So if anything that we ever talk about in our podcast does hit home or triggers issues for anybody, we encourage you to seek some help on your own. And again, there are many resources available in all areas, and we would be happy to assist if someone really has difficulty finding a resource for help. But please don't hesitate to reach out to a mental health professional if you need to. Yes. Yep. Don't, you, don't use us. We've don't use us for actual help. No. We're here to help you, but not really actually help you. <laughs> All right. So what are we doing today? So we thought we would talk about quality mental health. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we've talked in the past about dysthymia and depression and treatments for depression. We've also kind of touched on relationship issues with different type of personality disorders, Uh, borderline narcissistic, but I thought we would really kind of focus on what things create positive quality mental health. We talk all the time in our world about physical health. There's always commercials on the TV about diet and exercise and Botox and (laughs) everything else that just makes, you know, you so pretty. But what really do we do to maintain and and support our mental health. We never talk about what we can do to work on our mental health, our physical health, but not mm-hmm. mental health. Yeah. You know? So I thought we would kind of come up with some ideas um, to share with others about what we can do to do that. Okay. Yeah. Any ideas? Sure. Yeah. All the ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know for me... Um, my life has really taken a drastic change on what I do and don't do in my spare time now. As we've touched on past episodes, I, you know, the horses were always a big thing. And we mentioned, um, rodeoing and barrel racing and, um, traveling down the road, traveling down the rodeo road. And yeah, like for me, I've had to really learn a new way of, finding an outlet, finding a hobby, finding something that creates happiness. Um, because as of two years ago, I had to stop riding horses right? because of, um, back problems. Yep. And I just had my second back surgery six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Fall of 21. And it's just kind of really railroaded for me, all of what I had to create happiness. And we've had this talk a lot, me and mm-hmm. me and you, on just that, you know, I've, as stated before, I'm on Prozac and I'm very aware of depression. And with that, I'm very aware that this big change in my world of, you know, horses and rodeo were Your my passion. My passion. They were my right. identifying factor. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. aside from, from the being, time you were born. Yeah. From, from time I was in the womb, right. I was 
a horse on a girl. horse. Yeah. yeah. And that's really created a, a underlining just kind of vaguely there. Just, I know I'm on the verge of depression with that just because who you I am have, right. is gone. And it's then gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I got really into archery hunting with my husband. Um, when me and him met, he got me into archery well before my back had any problems. Right. Um, but with my back too, I kind of had to take, put that on the back burner because to draw my bow, it takes 50 pounds of pulling weight to draw my bow how I need. And my back, I have to have it in pristine condition to do that. So right. yeah, I've had a lot of time of reflecting, of trying to figure out a new way to create an outlet of happiness. Right. right. And to continue having positive mental health and not allow all these changes in your life and your lifestyle to create a downhill slide of depression. Right. Right. Yep. And mm-hmm. I've really found lately for me, what I enjoy is, um, there's a local pool that offers, um, water aerobics at night. And it's really similar to the physical therapy that oh, I was assigned yep. to do anyways. Mm-hmm. And, but they do it in a pool, which really helps my joints and it doesn't take, cause I can't jog. I can't do any of that. You're pretty restricted. I'm very restricted on what I'm allowed to do. You're pretty restricted. And so the pool is really nice. So Mm -hmm. that's been a fun outlet for me that I actually gotten to a point where I look forward to it's nightly during the week. And it's something that I'm like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I can go out and do that. And it's fun. It's in the pool and, and then going on walks and just that kind of stuff. But yeah. And you bring up a really good point because one of the things that we know and maintaining some good quality of life, good positive mental health stuff is having activities, having hobbies, having a passion, having something that we get up in the morning and look forward to doing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be extravagant. Not everybody needs to buy horses and start barrel racing. But, it's highly suggested, though. Oh, well, yeah. It, <laughs> if, if you want a good addiction. A, a good, yeah. And a very yeah. expensive, a good <laughs> addiction that never goes away. Never goes away. <laughs> yeah. And then I just inherit your horses as well as your dogs. <laughs> yeah, that was... You didn't inherit the dogs because of the back problem. You inherited the dogs because you have a funner house than I do. And then you just give me your batshit crazy barrel horse. That was... I know. Just say That was a gift. It was a gift she that just keeps, keeps on, on giving. giving. I just love her. But anyway. But I'm still alive. You're so. still alive. Mm-hmm. I've survived a year and a half of her. Actually, you're going on two years. I'm going Mom. on two years. Yeah. Yep. I'm still walking. <laughs> But one of the things that brings up, like you said, hobbies and passion, one of the things that we know with mental health is we have to have positive outlets. And I think one of the scariest things for me, because I'm old, so old, old, (laughs) is looking at the transition from, in my generation, having no computers, no cell phones, People were forced to just be outside. We grew up playing night games. We grew up, you know, being very active outside. And what I see now, even with my own grandkids, Mm -hmm. is they are just 100% social media. Yeah. Trying to get them 
out and do things away from social media is kind of a struggle and it is a battle. And what I've noticed over the years as a therapist is we are seeing such an increase in depression and also such an increase in in suicides with young kids not have I believe not having any social outlets they are like even bullied on Mm -hmm. social media and I was just reading something the other day that the second leading cause of death in in our teens is suicide yeah wasn't it what was the age it was five years old five to to 24 24 I knew it was Mm -hmm. like mid-20s yeah yeah that is insane yeah scary it's so scary and so you know I think there's a lot to be said of that also another thing that we have to realize is good quality friendships Mm -hmm. you know again not being socially isolated picking friends that are positive I was also reading something the other day that says if you pick a friend you know, it may be a great friend, but they are all about eating and they're overweight, that the tendency to stop being active and start overeating is really high. And I thought, oh, oh that's interesting. Influenced we, uh, by uh, what's around yeah, you. Yeah. Influenced by the friends we pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, having social outlets, having hobbies, but the hobbies have to be meaningful. Okay. Okay. So hobbies... And passions or whatever have to be something that we truly enjoy and not something that we just have to do. So we can have hobbies. It doesn't always have to be a hobby that's outdoors and active. I really encourage getting outside, getting vitamin D, soaking up some sun. There's a lot of people who aren't just, you know, interested in being outside, but everybody can go outside and go for a walk. Yeah. You know, it doesn't take a lot to be outside. And I think it's really good to get fresh air and not be isolated in our houses all the time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we can have activities that are, you know, even um, people who enjoy doing crafts, just turn the social media off, have a purpose. It has to be something that is meaningful, something that gives us enjoyment Mm -hmm. at the end of the activity that we really enjoy participating in it. Yeah. Yeah. That in turn releases endorphins Mm -hmm. and... Yeah. Gives you that quality bump. Yeah. To your day and mm-hmm. your life. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was fortunate enough, like you, but I was fortunate enough to grow up always having a horse and horses have always been my passion, but I didn't start barrel racing until I was 38. And the reason I started was something I always wanted to do, but never had the means to do it. I had a horse, but I did not have the means to be able to even go to clinics and start learning to barrel race. Mm -hmm. And so that was something that doesn't, you know, my point is you don't have to have done this forever. You can always start. Yeah. If there's something that you've wanted to do, something that you've dreamt about doing, figure out a way to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause for, um, majority of our listeners, I'm sure would know what barrel racing is, but any of barrels. Yeah, we, just, we, we well, get in and we roll down a that hill. That's my favorite. Yeah. We've had that asked a lot of times, and that's my favorite response when somebody just yeah. Is, and it's some. It's always with people that I know, like especially if you've grown up in the U.S. in the West area of the U.S. Like you know, kind of what a rodeo is, and like if I'm like, oh, horses barrel racing, I feel like it's kind of something that you can almost kind of guess and, what it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. at some point in time, you've probably seen it, especially, like I said, if you live in the U.S., it's we're a rodeo central country, like right. you're going to see it. But 
my favorite is when people are like, well, what's brow racing? If they just can't grasp it. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, actually what really happens is we just push a barrel, mm-hmm. big metal barrel. Mm-hmm. Over know, to a hill. Over to a hill. Mm-hmm. You got to get at least someone to race. Right. You jump in the barrel and you roll down the hill. And mm-hmm. whoever is still in the barrel at the end mm-hmm. and gets there the fastest. Is a barrel race. It's a barrel race and right. you're the winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Has nothing to do with a horse. No, nothing no. to do with a horse. It's a barrel <laughs> race. <laughs> but anyways, any of our out of country <sighs> listeners that might be curious as to what barrel Where racing is. is. It does involve a horse. It is a timed event. And the horse runs a clover leaf pattern around three barrels. Mm-hmm. The idea is to keep the barrels up and be very fast. And be very fast. And actually, like with age comes different goals. Oh, yes. Right. And also, not just age, but also having kids. Right. I, different goals. goals. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, what's your goals now, Mom? My goal is to be on the horse at the end of the race. There you go. And I, my- I don't set my sights high. Just, yeah, I just still want be to be on. on the horse at the end of the race. And that's I think all? that's a valid, mm-hmm. that's oh, yeah. a valid, for yeah. me, it was to not pee my pants not pee. after I had kids. Especially at the third barrel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like if I got back and I done, uh-huh. back down the alleyway, stopped, mm-hmm. time was done and my, my panties were dry, uh-huh. I had a, a yeah. win. Mm-hmm. Only win. women can relate to that. Yes, it's seriously, the same. it's a lot yeah. like jumping on a tramp. Mm-hmm. If you have kids, you just you're gonna you're gonna pee a little. Yep. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In fact, I remember the first time you said that after you had your first child. <laughs> we were at a barrel race. And we get done and we're walking out and I go, that was a great run, Brooke. And you go, yeah, but I think I peed just a little at the third barrel. And this gal sitting right by us on her horse said, we all do. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, it just goes with the territory. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, my goal is still to be on the horse at the end. Mm -hmm. And there's been a few times I haven't been and that has not been real pretty, so... I just want to be on. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's valid. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So what else might add to positive mental health? Quality, positive. How do we stay in good mental health shape? Like marriage relationships. Okay. You know, one of the things that we talk about, and back to um, something that I read not long ago, talked about longevity of life that people that are in positive relationships tend to live longer. Okay. okay? And sense. actually they said this article I was reading even talked about people that have been married but might be widowed or divorced. The fact that they were in a relationship tends to add to our lifespan as opposed to people who have never been in a relationship. Interesting. Yeah. 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 And I, I can, on my own, mm-hmm. can relate because... Um, you know, I have been divorced. I'm now remarried. Um, and me and my husband, we get along great, great friendship. And I could not imagine going through this current life change with losing my identifier of horses and, mm-hmm. and my quality of life changing. I can't imagine where I would be if I was in a different relationship and right. not have that support. The quality of a relationship. Yes. It's like we were talking about there. quality of friends, but also quality of interpersonal relationships, mm-hmm. I think is a huge part of staying mentally healthy. Yeah. You know, the other part of staying really mentally healthy that I work on with my clients a lot is learning how to deal with negative energy, learning how to deal with negative emotions and feelings and not 
allowing them to bottle up inside. You know, so many times we don't have someone to talk to or we don't have positive ways to get out negative emotion. And so it bottles up inside and we just start kind of living with it, which has a huge impact, not just on our mental health, but our physical health as well. And so I think, you know, finding resources that helps us get our negative emotion out is huge as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because when we stuff everything inside, we are doomed. Yeah. Yep. It just eats you. It does. It does. And again, that falls back into our relationships of, you know, is there someone that's safe to talk to? Mm -hmm. Is there positive ways to get it out physically? Mm -hmm. You know, physical is a great way to get out negative emotion. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a gym membership and go lift Mm -hmm. weights and go do this whole, because a lot of people are really not into the exercise. Yeah, that workout idea. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't have to be a workout. Go for a walk. Find find a cool trail to just meander down. And Well, one of the things even in Utah here, we have inversions and we go through these winter months with a lot of um, smog and poor quality of air. And one of the things that has really helped people is to drive up to the mountains. And even if they don't do anything, just sit in the, in their car with the sun coming in without the inversion, we get some sunlight and that is huge just on our overall well-being, overall well-being Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a huge thing, but we have to really be aware of our lifestyle and what we can do to make improvements. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, affects people more now than ever mm-hmm. with the whole, you know, we're in 2022 now. We've been in COVID for two years. Two years. Yeah. yeah. It's actually about this same time mm-hmm. two years ago is when the world shut down. Right. And with that, like for me, not mm-hmm. only did my back problems start at that same time, but I also started teleworking. I'm mm-hmm. home. Yeah. And if I don't force myself to leave the house, I would right. not see anybody at mm-hmm. all, except for my kids and my husband every single day. Right. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have that same problem of like, it really changed right. that dynamic whole of socialization. Mm-hmm. And yeah. whether you love your coworkers or not, it's still people you're around. Right. It's still good. You out of the house. Yeah. You're engaging right. with a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I actually, when we were thinking about meaningful activities, a story popped up for me. I always have stories, (laughs) but I remember years ago I was doing, um, couple counseling with this really young couple and they were talking about trying to find something that was an activity that they both could like, and they wanted, you know, they had a lot of different ideas on what that would be and different likes, but they decided they wanted to learn to fish and neither of them had ever fished ever which I find hard growing up in Utah, but they had never had a fishing pole, okay? (laughs) So they watched some videos. I'm not sure if they actually went to a fishing class or not, but I know they watched a bunch of videos, went to one of the stores, bought all of their equipment, okay? So they get up fishing, and they, they even bought their dog a life vest in case the dog got wet, okay? You need a life vest for a dog that gets wet. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because, you know, fishing from the shore of a lake, the dog could end up in trouble. Yes. 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 So anyway, they're all outfitted and off they go. 
And I remember their first time, I don't think they even got a bite. They were still trying to figure out how to tie the hook on, how to put the worm on, you know, they didn't get anything. And so they come in one day and they are absolutely thrilled and excited. Cannot wait to show me the picture of the first fish that they had caught. And they are smiling at the shore of this lake. And this fish had to be about, oh, six inches long. (laughs) It was like the smallest fish I'd ever seen. And they were so excited. But the thing is, is that was that passion, you know, and I wanted to say, have you seen the fish upstairs in our room that taxidermy fish you know? <laughs> but I didn't yeah that's yeah. probably good Mm-mm. no this wasn't a competition no fishing <laughs> but anyway it's back to you know the outlet that they gave them that the fishing gave them was just amazing mm-hmm. you know and they had so much fun doing it and it bonded them as a couple it got them outside and then they just wanted to get better at it and catch bigger fish and you know, mm-hmm. it became that, you know, fishing addiction. Yes. Your father has that. My husband has that. Oh, yeah. That's true. They all have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of rampant around here. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. But, you know, that too, it doesn't have to be something that fishing does not cost a lot of money. Right. You know, you get your, well, if you keep you losing your hooks, it might, but hooks aren't much. Yeah. They'll be okay. They'll make it. Yes. Yeah. So back to examples of just, you know, having things that are simple that can create positive mental health. And I think creating, you know, as a, as a parent and as a grandparent, I look at creating these habits and this, you know, passion for things and inventing things for our children to do. I think like I mentioned earlier, it is so easy for kids to get wrapped up on social media and the Xbox and all the stuff that's going on. And I think parents are the ones that kind of have to be the examples and, you know, shut all the electronics off and go out and do things as a family and have outside time and quality time or even playing games inside, but we are not just glued to electronics. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of scary, I think. Oh, it is. And even, um, you know, I have very active kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, as I've stated before, my two youngest are really into football. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, as soon as that kicks off, it is right. every waking hour of right. our yeah. free time is mm-hmm. football practice or football games or this and that. But like right now, you know, even just like last weekend, we had them all mm-hmm. at our house and they, you know, cause we all, we co-parents and stuff. And so when they were all at our house, we went many times on walks and we have a skate park close by and my kids aren't avid skaters or anything, but they were going down into the little pool skate park area on their scooters and just having a ball. And it was out, just getting outside out. for just right. a couple hours, but it got them. Going. Off of uh-huh. the Xbox and got him doing some exercise and playing and having fun. and Right. And also interacting as a family. Yeah. That exactly. quality family time is huge. Mm-hmm. You know, we're kids. Anything that helps with isolation. Yeah. You know, I think that is something that when we look at positive mental health and positive quality of life, it's, you know, not being isolated. Mm-hmm. You know, having activities, interacting as a family. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've gotten away from that a lot. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, 
anything else you can think of on our things to do to help with positive mental health? Because that's huge. Yeah, And people aren't aware of it. People don't think about their mental health. They think about their physical health all the time, but people aren't as aware of things that they can do to increase and improve mental health. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just we as a family and even still now, like I'll do the weirdest things and say the most random crap to get my kids to laugh. Right. And I think... And your dad has always been an armchair comedian. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And my husband is not far off. They're two peas in a pod. Oh, they think they're funny. Oh, and you know, honestly... They are. They are pretty funny. They are pretty funny. They think they're more funny Mm -hmm. than they are, but they are really funny. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's really healing. And and there's been a lot of studies on... um, you know, how important laughter is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you ever, did you ever watch the old, the secret? Is that the power of positive uh manifesting positive? I don't know if I ever watched it or if I just got all of the feedback from from you on it. Yeah. But there's a part in there that talked about somebody that was going through cancer and had actually believe that they had cured their cancer just by the power of laughter. And I remember a few years back when I got breast cancer and your dad actually said, what can I do to help you? Mm -hmm. And I said, make me laugh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just make me laugh every day. Yeah. Which that is just exactly what he needed to hear because he's going to do it anyway. He's going to do it anyway. Like, oh, game on. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The torment. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's funny. Yeah. He does make me laugh yes. every day. Yeah. yeah. He makes all of us laugh. I think my, my favorite, my favorite grandkid to grandpa. Well, I have a lot of favorites, but <laughs> one that just t- still makes me giggle is my, my step kid. And I don't use that very often, but I say it now cause he's, he's 15 now and he came into our lives at 11. Right. So he didn't get raised with Paul being weird. With grandpa. Yeah. 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 And so I, that's why I say my stepson, because he came in late to the game on how weird <laughs> grandpa is. And it it was, I think it was just last summer. So he's like 14, but we, I don't know what we're talking about, but he kind of just stopped and goes, so like, he's asking me, what is the, like, who is the weirdest person you've ever met? Like, if someone was like, who is just like the, the weirdest person? Like, and I'm like, random. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I've met a lot of really weird people. I mean, heck I work with a work for the government. Like I, weird people are <laughs> constant. Like, I don't know. And I was like, what, what about you? Like, who's the weirdest person before I could even finish this sentence? He's like, grandpa, grandpa is the weirdest person. <laughs> He loves grandpa. I know. And there's there's only really one Paul. There is. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. he honestly is hilarious. He He makes everybody laugh every day. And that's, I think, huge. You know, I've I've grown up with humor. And then I married someone who was really funny, Mm -hmm. you know. And that is a big part of life. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine being in a world that you never laughed. Yeah. You know, it's so healing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even just trying to find, even if you don't have necessarily somebody in your life yeah. that you can, you know, recruit as your laugh, right. your in-house comedian. In-house comedian. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, find just 
funny movies. Funny movies, funny comedian videos. Right. You know, fails on YouTube. Watching someone eat shit yeah. uh-huh. on a video of YouTube is... That's seriously some of my kids' favorite stuff to look oh, on YouTube. Oh, and the funniest thing is watching your kids when they have the funny animal videos. Oh, my gosh. Oh, going crazy. Who cannot laugh at funny animal videos? Those mm-hmm. are the best, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I honestly think, you know, finding things that just make us feel good is something that we all have to work on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No matter what it be. But yep. yeah, dig down in and just figure out mm-hmm. what that is. Yeah. Make yourself feel good. That to having meaning behind yeah. it. You know, what do we do that will make us, what do we want to do? What mm-hmm. will make us happy? Yeah. And do it. Yeah. We're not stuck. No. You know, I keep telling my clients all the time, you are not stuck. Yeah. And know? don't let this new COVID, COVID lifestyle that we are all being forced to live. Make us stuck. Yeah. And don't. unhappy and miserable. Right. Yeah. There is a lot to positive mental health, mm-hmm. but we have to just be aware of it and be motivated to make changes. Mm-hmm. And as parents, make sure that you are making that lifestyle present in your kids' day too. Yeah, I agree. I think you parents know. have a huge influence. Yeah, force them to get outside whether mm-hmm. you want to or not. Make them yeah. Make them find something yeah. that makes them and happy. It doesn't have to cost money. I tell my clients all the time, go to the park and throw a Frisbee. Mm-hmm. How many kids even know what a Frisbee is? Yeah. You know, go find one. They're at the dollar store, you know. Yeah. Just go have fun. We spend a lot of time as a family just on those weeknights after work, school, and we're all just kind of winding down for the night. Mm-hmm. I'll kick the kids off of all their different electronics and stuff, and we put those funny fails on and just laugh our butts off as a family. Right. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure, we're technology, but we're doing it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's something that we're enjoying right. together. And the other thing is, again – having Paul as the <laughs> chef in the house, because I can't cook, we'd starve if that was we up to me. We would all starve. Yeah, we would yeah. all starve. But even you guys remember growing up, we ate outside a lot in the summer. Yeah, we did eat a ton mm-hmm. outside in the Dad's summer. Dad's always barbecuing, and we're always outside eating, which, number one, you can't have electronics when you're outside. Eat Well, you can now, but when you guys were growing up there, you didn't have cell phones. But I mean, back to just being outside and interacting, it doesn't have to be major. Yeah. You know, subtle things can bring families together and have quality time and improve mental health. Yeah. Go out and sit on your trampoline and look at the stars for a little yeah. bit. Even. Right. Yeah. So. No, it's very important. So I hope this um, gave people an opportunity to kind of like reflect and look at their quality of mental health and what they can do to make improvements or make some positive changes. Yeah. This is something that is very much overlooked. It is. Yep. And very important. Okay. So I think that will wrap it up for us. And remember that, again, this was not a therapy session. This didn't feel like one. No. 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 This wasn't one of those in-depth intense. No. No. Super deep, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is like vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Get yourself some help if you need it. Yep. And remember that resources are available. Yes. Okay. That will wrap it up. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time. 